0: All right, everybody, here we are for episode 97 of Now Showing with Mike and Wayne. Um, I'm flying solo this week as uh, Wayne is unfortunately under the weather, so it's going to be two weeks without Wayne. Uh, He should be back and healthy next week, Uh, so I look forward to that episode with him and his return. Uh, One thing to mention at the top that I'll definitely talk to Wayne about next week as well. Uh, is the passing of uh, actor Ray Liotta? Um, I want to just you know say that we you know send our condolences to his family. Obviously, we were both big fans. Goodfellas and Copland are my two favorite Ray Liotta films, uh, but you could find him also great in No Escape, a movie from the '90s. Even though it's a bad movie, Turbulence, uh, he gives a fantastic performance. One of my under the radar picks I like a lot from him is Phoenix. Um, kind of like a film noir that he did back in the day, an indie film, before indie films were really super popular. Uh, his turn in Hannibal and Blow. Um, also, one of my favorites is Narc. Um, he's great in identity. So lots of good movies to kind of pick from. Uh, Slow Burn was one he did in 05 that was I thought was pretty decent. Uh, so check out uh, some other Ray Liotta films if you are you know feel like you need to catch up on the guy. Because as one of my friends put earlier this week, on Facebook. he had a pretty interesting career. He from leading man to uh go-to character actor. Uh Ray Liotta's kind of done it all from comedy to action, uh horror, even a little bit. So check out uh his catalog and uh again, rest in peace to Ray Liotta He will be missed by the film community. So this week we are going to be doing um kind of explosive, dumb action movies. That's what I kind of settled on, so I'll just give you three Uh, picks uh, that I like. This is going to be a quick episode, probably no more than 30 minutes, but I'm going to just kind of go into some big, dumb movies I like. I will say big, dumb movies from the 90s and early 2000s. A lot of them starred Nicolas Cage. So my first one is going to be a Nick Cage special. Uh, It's called Gone in 60 Seconds. Um, I know everyone's like, oh, the original's better, the original's better. It probably is. I haven't seen it, but I like the big, dumb... Action film starring Nicolas Cage, uh Angelina Jolie, Giovanni Ribisi, Christopher Eccleston, uh Robert Duvall, Vinnie Jones, Delroy Lindo, Chi McBride, and Will Patton. Um also uh Scott Kahn mm-hmm. is in this one as one of uh Giovanni Ribisi's friends. Uh it is two brothers, Randall Raines and um Kip Raines. Kip Raines gets in the trouble as Randall Raines is a retired car thief. And Kip gets into trouble with the bad guy, Christopher Eccleston. He's promised him a certain amount of cars, and they're going to kill him. So they bring uh, – Nicolas Cage's character comes back to help his brother steal all these cars. And Meanwhile, the FBI, played by Delroy Lindo and Timothy Oliphant, are right on their their tail. So it's just – it's one of those movies that um, – everyone's constantly chasing everybody and you always have to look out for the cops and they've already, there's always the bad guys always tend to be one step ahead. It revolves around this one car that's like been the unstealable car, uh, for, um, Cage's character. And he wants to, that's the car that he wants to get. Um, it's got great chase scenes, great explosions, a uh, great line from Timothy Oliphant when he asks these two cops, if they're, uh, okay. And they're like, no. And he's like, are you sure? Cause you just went through a wall. So there's lots of uh, fun, snappy dialogue, uh, witty witty performances, great performances from everybody involved. It's one of those movies that the actors had to buy into, and you could tell they did. And they had a really great time making it. Uh, so it really makes it uh, for an enjoyable film. And, of course, when you pair Nicolas Cage with the great Angelina Jolie, I mean, you know, chemistry is bound to happen anyway because, you know, she's just really that good. Um, it's a fun, fun movie one of those ones I, I see pop up in a lot of the streaming services from time to time. So if you haven't seen it, or if you haven't seen it in a while, definitely check out gone in 60 seconds. All right. My next big dumb movie. Um, you know, the most of these, I did not choose a Michael Bay movie, but we, we are reviewing a Michael Bay movie this week. So the next one is, uh, instead of going with transport, I went with transporter two because, uh, my story with transporters, the first time I saw transporter, I was not a fan. Uh, but then I saw a trailer for the second one, and my buddy Jason Larson was like, hey, I want to go see that. So you better you know, watch Transporter again. I'm like, fine, this stupid movie. So I watched it, and I'm like, you know what? It's not bad. It It's really not a terrible film. It's uh, fun. The first two especially I think are fun. The second one, um, directed by Louis uh, Lettier, uh, written by Robert Mark Kamen. Um and it's uh also written by Luke Bassan as well, who's the original like producer and writer of the movies. Uh Jason Statham, Alessandro uh Gossman, Amber Valletta, uh Kate Notta, Frank Weiss, uh Berlan, Keith David, uh Shannon Briggs, Matthew Modine, and Jason Fleming All-Star. This one it just kind of ups the ante, ups the action, ups the ridiculousness. Uh, which is why I like this one a lot. I, it's probably my favorite of the franchise. I even I really disliked the third one, um and I never even saw the the reboot or remake or whatever they tried to do with it., um, but this one is just balls to the walls, nuttiness, explosions everywhere. Jason Statham unhooking a bomb from a car with a giant hook. Uh, A giant crane hook in the sky is just one of the most masterful, like, action sequences uh, put into a film like this. Like, it's so stupid, but it works so well, and you're just, like, kind of on the edge of your seat the whole time. When we saw this in theaters, um, I was really just really digging this film, um, and it made me a a, a bigger fan, I think, of the first movie. So if you haven't – if you've kind of ignored the Transporter series or you want to get back on it, definitely – watch transporter 2 because it is a lot of fun all right the next one i have is one i think a lot of people never saw and i think there was some hype behind it because of who made it another luke bossan movie uh he makes lots of stupid movies now i didn't put fifth element on this list because um i like fifth element (laughs) like i think fifth element's actually a good movie Uh, Where something like this one that I'm about to talk about, I don't necessarily think it's a good movie, but I do think it's a lot of fun and it's definitely big and stupid. Um, He, you know, uh, Luc Besson, he doesn't direct a lot anymore, but he's been returning occasionally. So he did, uh, in 2017, he returned with Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, This movie is, it very much pairs well with Fifth Element in a, like I said, a lesser intelligent way. Um, it follows two, um, like time, not time cops. Cause they're not, it's that time travel, but like they're guarding like the planetary system two planet cops, if you will. So they, they, uh, are played by, uh, Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne, um, also starring Clive Owen, Rihanna, Ethan Hawke, Herbie Hancock, Chris Wu, and Rucker Hauer, the late Rucker Hauer, um, it's a long one, too. I saw this one in theaters by myself. This is a movie that I just I wanted to see, kind of like the more recent Ghost in the Shell remake or uh, live-action adaptation, I should say. Um, the plot is, in the 20th century, due to cooperation between the Earth and extraterrestrial peoples, the former International Space Station has been expanded until its mass threatens to cause gravitational disruption to the Earth itself. Relocated to deep space, it becomes Alpha, a space-traveling city inhabited by millions of Uh, species from thousands of planets a police division is created by the united human federation to preserve peace through the galaxy among its staff are the arrogant major valerian and his partner no nonsense sergeant loreline so you have dane dehan doing his very best uh bruce willis uh impersonation especially with the blonde hair you know totally uh, stealing from fifth element and then you've got Cara delavine who's the strong female character who like they said no nonsense she is the kind of the the stronger character of the two i would say um, and kind of keeps him in line just follows them you know they end up patrolling the galaxy and then they come upon this thing where they have to help this certain race retrieve this thing that was taken from them and basically save the world that's you know a lot of what these movies come down to um, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun it it opens up this kind of new world um, it's an you know it's based off of like a graphic novel I think but it's still an original graphic novel obviously um, just a really fun science fiction story and yes, it's dumb and and some of the dialogue is really stupid uh, but it's got great great action and great suspense and I really really like this big um, action movie and they spent a lot of money on it unfortunately it did not make any money back so it's one of those things that we're never going to get a sequel most likely um i know Basan has been working with getting stuff put to netflix and stuff so maybe maybe he can do like a netflix sequel or redo the franchise start over and see what can happen but um definitely worth checking out uh, all right let me do just some other recommendations oh independence day con air of course uh demolition man commando um the running man uh blood sport um some of these i wouldn't like it's got like the mummy and speed i would the mummy and speed are really good um here we go someone made a list of big dumb actually die hard's not a big dumb action movie either neither is the mummy i mean any of the fast and the furious movies of course will fit that face off um a lot like i said a lot in Nick cage 90s films um executive decision is one of my favorites as well uh point break of course i think a lot of the keanu reeves ones are on here just because he's kind of dumb uh in a lot of these movies but i wouldn't call those all those movies dumb necessarily deep blue sea that's a perfect one to be on a list like this uh so if you haven't seen deep blue sea that's very big and very dumb but a lot of fun i mentioned demolition man that's a great one uh great uh performances from wesley Snipes and sylvester stallone also the original Judge Dread movie, while not a good movie at all by any stretch, uh, is a fun, big, dumb action movie. Um, something that you can, you know, be like, "Oh, this is totally '90s." Uh, a lot of Stallone movies from the '90s, and even from recent ones, you know, Expendables and stuff. Those are some big, dumb action movies um, that kind of harken back to the time. Uh, Heart Target, Time Cop, uh, some of the the great Van Damme '90s ones, even Knockoff, which is really dumb, but it's a fun. Uh, movie about stolen jeans which is something like why did we really need a movie about stolen knockoff jeans no but it, we got one um probably because that's usually v- what van damme wears in his movies the very tight jeans um all right so that's you know my recommendations for big dumb action movies i'm sure there's plenty more out there uh but i'm going to get to the reviews of the week we're going to start off with um a really big dumb action movie that just came out and it's called ambulance and it's directed by big dumb action movie maker michael bay uh he's you know six underground is another recent one of his um he has pain and gain bad boys one and two the rock which probably his only truly like great movie um even though i do like bad boys and bad boys Two a lot those are big dumb action movies too so if, if those are something if you're interested in uh this style of film so ambulance is a simple premise you got a bunch of bank robbers who need the money. One of them needs the money to get his wife surgery play. That's played by Yahya Abdul Mateen the third. Uh, he plays Will Sharp. And then his brother is played by, um, or sorry, Mateen the second, my bad. Uh, his brother is played by Jake Gyllenhaal, obviously adopted brother. Um, they grew up together. They have this bond. Eliza Gonzalez plays the uh, paramedic in the ambulance. Garrett Del hunt plays the uh, FBI man or not FBI man, but the, the police officer hunting them down. Carl Donald plays the FBI man who went to school with Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Um, you get this lots of Michael Bayish stuff. So there's lots of Bayham, of course, explosions, cars flipping over. Um, the plot is basically once they get the money, everybody else on their team is dead. They're the only two left alive. And uh, Mateen's character, uh, Will, had to shoot a cop to save his brother. And now they're trying to save that cop's life in the ambulance that they have now stolen. And so the police are, it's a big chase film. So if you're into like chase heist films, uh, definitely fits that category lots of Michael Bay crane shots and moving shots and just all it's all very bayish and he you know if if you like Michael Bay and his his style uh this movie will definitely fit uh for you uh it is on Peacock right now i found it to be pretty entertaining um my son you know we were watching and he asked me if it was if i liked it i'm like eh, it's not great but it's it's fun it's a big dumb action movie that's a lot of fun jake Joan hall brings it He's mentioned lately that he, uh, you know, he remembered to, when he did Spider-Man far from home, that's when he kind of remembered that movies were supposed to be fun. So that's why the last couple of years you've seen him kind of choose some more exciting type films um, and, and less art house type films. I think he's still going to do both. Uh, but this is an example of just him wanting to do another fun film. And he brings it. I mean, he, every movie he's in, he kicks ass and um Yohiah also like he's becoming quickly becoming a, a rising star coming off of candy man, and um, uh, the Watchman, uh, uh wins for like Golden Globe and uh, uh, I believe Emmy wins for his uh, role as um, the big blue guy. I forget what the hell is Dr. Manhattan. Uh, so he is, I think, quickly become a uh, sought after uh, actor. And this is a good showcase for him. He does really good here. Um, you just, you know, you tell him and, and Jake Hall just kind of have a natural ability to act. And it really helps. Eliza Gonzalez is really good, too, as the, the third wheel, if you will, as the one trying to keep the cop alive, but also keep herself alive. There's lots of tension. Uh, Hall's character flirts that line beca- between crazy and charismatic, uh, which is, I think, exactly what they wanted, where you got Yahia's character is more the level, calm person, which is why you kind of surprised that he's the one that pulls the trigger um but it was because his brother, you know Jake Jonal's character is his brother that grew up together and they have that bond um yeah i you know i enjoyed it i would say 7 out of 10 uh, i'll get Wayne's input next week uh, i um he he did watch it in preparation for today but it's definitely worth uh checking out on Peacock uh because it's something that i think is going to hold a lot of people's attention it's a little long i would maybe make it a little short but that's it's expected michael bay at this point he's between two to two and a half hours for all his movies so um but yeah definitely check it out so the next one that uh i watched this week was i didn't really know much about and i was kind of i like going into movies like that um where you know ambulance i knew a lot about uh i heard a lot of people say how good it was and how bad it was and all this stuff where this one i hadn't heard really anything And I like going into movies like that. And this one is called emergency. It's uh, the names are kind of similar ambulance emergency, but it really doesn't, they have nothing to do with each other. What I like about emergency is it takes the setup of something like um, a rough night out. Like think like a road trip or old school, like where you have the situation where um, people like have these, you know, things happen to them that are out of their control. So, these two guys come back. Uh, the two lead actors are R.J. Seiler and Donald uh, Elise Watkins. And also Sebastian Chacon plays the third character, Carlos. So you have Carlos, uh, Kuno, and Sean. And they are the three main characters here. It's kind of like one of those. It, the premise seems more of a comedic at first, but it's very serious. Uh, ends up being a pretty serious film. So they find they go back to their um, college apartment and they find this girl passed out in their floor. This white girl. The two main characters are black, and the other other third character is Hispanic. And so, obviously, Kuti, who's the main character or the, one of the main characters, he wants to call the cops, and that seems like the right thing to do. But in this climate, they you know they use the today's world to kind of explain away their a reason for not calling the cops, which is two black guys and a, and a, and a uh, Hispanic guy call the cops. And there's a passed out white girl in their house. What is everybody going to think? Right. So they just want to get her to the hospital safely. But of course, in, as you know, these type of movies, um, things happen, uh, you know, it, it, on the way they, they get, uh, have to hide her. They have to kind of try to let people know that they're not trying to do they're, they're just trying to help her. And there's this, obviously this undertone of racism throughout the whole film. What, you know, what prevents you from doing the right thing? The last, like, maybe 15 minutes of this film were super emotional. Um, I did not expect that. I really, really enjoyed this film. This is one of those kind of special finds that you just hear. It's like, oh, it's a new movie coming out, and we like to do new films on here. And it just, a happy accident almost, where you're just like, holy shit, like, this is actually really good. And I think a lot of people should see this movie. It definitely um, is one of those films I think will stand the test of time in in a way that, you know, we thought we were done with a lot of this racist bullshit years ago, and it's still around, very prevalent in our society. This movie, I think, will have a life of its own for a while. Uh, great performances by Siler and um, Donald uh, Elise Watkins. Sebastian Chacon also gives a nice performance as Carlos. You know, there is a couple of those scenes, too, where they're all friends, but then they realize that maybe they're not as close friends as they thought and stuff like that. So it's it's a really entertaining film. But also, like I said, very poignant and, and emotional, and, and really kind of hits all the right spots for a movie about race today, and the possibilities of things that can happen uh, when you kind of aren't sure who you can trust, I guess. And it really is a very intense film at times too. Even though it does, it does have some fun moments too. There are there is some comedy and some humor to it. Uh, we've talked about we talked about it last week with my, uh, my sister and my brother-in-law about how, you know, comedy uh, uses tra- traumatic things to, to, um, or comedy is used in traumatic films, like something like train spotting to make uh, the moment real, you know, cause we, we all use trauma or comedy. <laughs> we all use comedy in trauma. And I think this movie is no different. There's these three young men are going through a really weird time and there is some humor that kind of gets them through these moments um and you know some loyalty and stuff you know there's there's obviously some fighting between the two best friends uh played by siler and and watkins uh it's really it's really really well done and I really want people to watch this movie um I would say eight and a half nine out of ten it's that good it's on prime video right now uh it's it's just a, a fantastic watch i think it's something like when we want, i forget the name of it, but the school shooting movie we reviewed earlier this year with Jenna Ortega. Um, similar to that, like I didn't know what to expect and this movie kind of just hit me really hard. So, uh, definitely check it out. It's on prime video right now. Emergency. Watch it. All right. Uh, stuff that I've watched this week. I haven't really posted anything on Instagram. I haven't had a lot, watched a lot of stuff, but I've kept my actor thing going. Uh, I'm going to, uh, my buddy, Jason's dad, uh, suggested, uh, Ed Harris. who I'm kind I was kind of looking for someone who's a little bit more, newer not that i you know um don't know who you know some actors are and stuff i i know who pretty much most actors are i haven't seen all of their movies but so ed harris i went back and looked and i, fi- I think i found five movies that i could watch of his uh the first one i went with was the right stuff uh, which came out the year i was born 1983 i really like this movie a lot it's over three hours long so it took me a couple sittings to sit down and watch it uh great cast scott glenn ed harris uh dennis quaid um the late uh just drawing a blank on on him right now we just talked about him last week the late fred ward uh the star of, one of the stars of tremor He's in this is one as well i did not know that so that was a nice um uh like reveal to me i was like oh sweet uh, you get jeff goldblum and harry Shearer, much young very young here obviously um Barbara Hershey's in it as well. You get a lot of great performances. It's it's a really interesting movie. Uh, Sam Shepard, who plays the you know the fastest man in a plane, but never got to be an astronaut. Um, it's it does a great job of balancing between that between the flyboys kind of learning how to break the speed of the sound, the speed of sound or whatever, and uh, and then it transitions to an astronaut movie like the second half. Like Ed Harris doesn't come into this movie. Him and Scott Glenn come in maybe like an hour into the movie. Um, which then you realize that you're like, oh, well, there's still like two and a half hours left. So <laughs> they're in this movie a lot. They're just not in it in the beginning. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely well worth your time. If you haven't seen it, it's on HBO and HBO Max right now. Uh, definitely go check it out. And I also watched the Netflix one, Along for the Ride. Cutesy, kind of rom-commy, more dramatic, but um, interesting enough movie, I think, uh, for people to watch. You know, if you if you like those kind of Netflix originals, mo- romance films, it really fits into that. Uh, very well um, check it out long for the ride also i started uh, watching season four of stranger things which you know i can speak for all of us i think we've been waiting uh, for this show to come back and it's finally time and it's here and so far i just the first episode i was in awe of how they ended it and it was super exciting and a lot of fun all right so um get to the news and notes and then we'll wrap up here again just a shorter version of the show this week um all right so Oh, that's last week's. Hold on. Uh, let's see. All right. So, the show I talked about that uh, me and my wife really loved, Heartstopper, has been renewed for two more seasons at Netflix. Great show. Everybody should get on that show. Law Abiding Citizen sequel in development. Tommy Chong officially returning as Leo in that 70s show sequel series at Netflix. Clara Ruggard and Kit Harrington cast as Mary Shelley and the Monster in Mary's Monster. The Crows' Alex Proyos' next film will be Sister Darkness. Rita Moreno joins Fast X as Dom's grandmother. Mel Gibson's On the Line purchased by uh, Saban Films with a planned release this November. Samuel L. Jackson joins Chris Pratt in the Garfield animated film. Winnie the Pooh horror film to release later this year. Star Wars Skeleton Crew with Jude Law will hit Disney+. John Watts' John Favreau will produce... Jodie Foster to star in True Detective Season 4. Mandalorian Season 3 officially arrives February 2023. Lou Ferrigno to play cannibalistic pig farmer in horror film The Hermit. District 9 director Neil Blomkamp being eyed to helm Gran Turismo uh, video game adaptation film. Animated Tales of the Jedi Anthology series hits Disney Plus Fall 2022. Release is coming up Peaky Blinders, the final season hits Netflix June 10th. Vengeance, starring, written, and directed by B.J. Novak, hits theaters July 29th. Boyd Holbrook, Dove Cameron, Issa Rae, and Ashton Kutcher also star. Andor, uh, the Star Wars spinoff starring Diego Luna, hits Disney Plus August 31st. Willow TV series debuts on Disney Plus November 30th. And Day Shift with Jamie Foxx, his new vampire film, hits Netflix August 12th. Deaths this week. Uh, We already talked about Ray Liotta. He was only 67. Andy Fletcher from Depeche Mode, co-founder dead at 60 and actor Bo Hopkins dead at 80. Um, All right, everybody. So that's our shorter version of the show this week. Hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble off some recommendations for you for some big dumb action films and my reviews of ambulance and emergency Uh, check. Like I said, check both those out streaming right now. Ambulance is on Peacock and emergency is on prime video. Hopefully, Wayne will be back next week. I know last week I said he'd be back this week, but some things happened that are out of our control. So again, uh, as always, thank you for listening to Now Showing with Mike and Wayne. Ronald Reagan, the actor? Hasta la vista, baby. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late! <laughs>